up, bitches? Oh, is that how we're starting? <laughs> no, continue. Welcome to the new year, fuckers. You're you're so you're so mean. You got new, new year, new potty year. mouth. Nah, man, 2020 is over. It's time to get rough and tough. Okay, well, what? It's what? Fucking 2021. But what's the name of this podcast? Holy shit. <laughs> Dory says. He forgot. I forgot for a second. Christ almighty. Dude, my brain. Oh. Anytime I get put like on the spot, my brain just empties everything <laughs> immediately. Everything except for fine dining and breathing. Yes. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode, the newest episode of Indoor Recess. Yeah. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. And what do we do in this podcast, Jeff? Here I go, putting you on the spot again. We watch obscure kids movies. We sure do. Yeah, it's 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 a new year. It's a new everything. Same old podcast, same old us, kind of. But if this is the first time you've ever uh, listened, for starters, thank you. But also, I feel like we should, we should go a little more uh, in depth. Maybe we haven't really explained ourselves enough i've picked a movie that i've never seen and jeff has never seen i just picked it randomly sight unseen we have no idea what it's about and we're gonna go into it completely fresh well first we're gonna make some predictions then we're gonna pause the podcast and go watch the dang thing and then we will come back with a recap and we will rank it on our big list of movies movie rankings Uh uh-huh so, without any further ado, let me show you what we're going to be watching today. Aww. What are we watching? We're watching The Little Polar Bear. The Little Polar Bear. Best friends come in all sizes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then down at the bottom, it says, based on the best-selling international book series. Oh, just like Princess Emmy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, also like Princess Emmy, I believe this- Is this another, like, joint multi-country- Maybe. I just, I believe these books that this little movie is based on are uh, from Germany. Mm. So, yeah. Do you want to give the folks at home a a idea of what this movie poster looks like? So there's like, in this movie poster, there's Mm -hmm. a lot going on and there's also not a lot going on at the same time. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Well, front and center, we have probably the little polar bear. He looks pretty small considering he's smaller than that seal yeah sure sure he is pretty small he's a tiny polar bear and then right behind him is said seal yep we got a seal two teeth he does have two Two, little fangs two little teeth uh-huh to the left our right his left there are some like groundhogs gophers gophers yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know because know, oh this is also like in the arctic oh this yes is, of the course polar bear is on like an iceberg that's floating or something like that yeah he's he's sticking out of a uh like a hole in the ice hole. yeah and behind him is the the vast uh could they be lemmings are lemmings a cold weather animal i have no idea Whatever it is, it doesn't look like it belongs in the Arctic. Yeah, there's several of them. There's five of them, and they really do just look like some sort of groundhog or prairie dog or maybe a lemming. They, yeah, they don't. They look a little out of place. Yeah, but I don't know a whole lot about the Arctic, so. Mm. So then on the other side, there is a penguin uh-huh. that is losing his mind. He looks super, super shocked about this polar bear appearing here because he's probably fearing for his life right now. 
Probably, yeah. He's uh, like, oh, no. The hair, also, the snow hair does not. He looks equally as concerned. The snow hair looks uh, incredulous, I gotta yeah, say. unsure. Mm-hmm. Then we have a, the walrus behind them. Yep. So we have a seal and a walrus. The walrus is missing one of his teeth. Yeah. Probably gave he has, it to the seal. Well, he has one and a half tusks. Yeah. There's a story there. And then there's a man in the background. There sure is. Um, there's there, an Inuit. I, yeah. Going uh, around on his little canoe. Yeah, he's in a little canoe. Or she, I guess. It's kind of just a nondescript person, person. shape. I can't really tell. And then off in the uh, in the, the back, we also have a killer whale. Uh, That's Keiko. Could be Shamu. <laughs> you don't know? It could be Shamu. I'm going to say it's Keiko. All right, cool. And then to the right of the killer whale, we've got... Two more polar bears of regular size. Yeah, non-anthropomorphic polar bears. Unsure, but they're not little, I can tell you that. One of them is like, oh shit, a killer whale. So yeah, the little polar bear. First off, who do you think would win in a fight? The little ghost or the little polar bear? I mean, the little ghost, probably. Yeah, probably. Because, I don't know, like, how, how do you hit a ghost? You, it's, you can't, it's not tangible. Okay, sure. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that's... If she was tangible, I mean, she'd be mauled to death by this polar bear. Yeah, like instantly. Yeah. But she's already dead. She's already dead. So well, She's also got she, powers. So. She wins by default because she can't die again? I guess. I mean, the whole thing was who would win in a fight. I didn't say who would kill the other person. Oh, I mean, to me, that's winning in a fight. <laughs> you haven't seen a little documentary called Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Let's see. What else about this little polar a bear? A real life documentary. Uh-huh. By Nova called Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's a it's a multi-episode docu-series. Yeah, docu-series on um, PBS. Yep. So what do you think Little Polar Bear is about? Man, well, I would assume it's about a polar bear who is small. Okay. Carry um, on. Um... You think he gets in small related I hijinks? I think he's, a str- he's estranged from his parents. Like, those are his parents yeah. back in the background, and he's like looking for his parents okay but these animals become his like friends on the way all right okay which is like he would eat all of you in real life but i mean sure i mean polar bears are the top of the food chain in the arctic they are but like that doesn't mean anything in the world of like anthropomorphic no kids it doesn't movies. but that's why i said like in real life he would eat all of you guys sure so I think little polar bear, he's very small and maybe that human is after him. Maybe. You know, maybe maybe this is like cold Bambi where like instead of man being in the forest, man is on the ice flows and I don't know, dude. He's coming for your blub. He is. Oh my god, his blub. He's coming for your blub. <laughs> All right, prediction time. This seal is fucking. I don't know. It looks, looks like another cartoon character I've seen before. Like th- if you just look at the face. I think I know what you're talking about. I think there was a Chuck Jones animated animated movie about a seal, but I can't remember the name of the seal for the life of me. But I can see it in my mind's eye. It's a little white seal with just piercing blue eyes. I mean, it does have that like Chuck Jonesy like look to it. I think it's just the whiskers. Maybe the Could whiskers be. remind you of Tom. The whiskers and maybe like the hair. Yeah, there's three little things. strands. So, uh, do you think that walrus is like an old dude? He looks like he's an old. dude. He's got to be an old dude. He look at the bags under his eyes. Yeah, he's like like he's aged. Old. He's wizened. 
I think the penguin is probably like the friendly guy, and the rabbit is an asshole. Okay. And the the walrus is old. Walrus is old, sure. I think the gophers. Maybe the seal is his best friend because seal's closest. Seal to is him. the closest. I think the gophers are real chuckle fucks. I think they bring nothing to the story. I think their whole thing is... They're fucking minions. Yeah, their whole thing is like antics. Yeah. So here's my question. Oh, I should should mention... So what I do know about this movie is, like I said, it's from Germany. This movie is definitely from Germany. I don't know if the books are from Germany, but I know 100% this movie is from Germany. Even though we're watching the English uh, version. And I know it came out in 2001. Do you think there is an environmental message in this movie? Oh, I think because I think nowadays you can't have anything about a fucking polar bear without bringing climate change into it. Like 2001, I feel like I don't know. It depends because there's stuff from like that's really old that's been in. I mean, Godzilla is a fucking environmental. Well, sure. I'm not saying people only started giving a shit about the environment. I'm just saying. I feel like movies what take place in the Arctic and environmental messages go very hand in hand nowadays. Yeah. You know, like look at Arctic Dogs. <gasps> Do you think Tigersville is somewhere around here? Absolutely not. No, but what if it is? <laughs> what if this is the prequel to Arctic oh, Dogs? Oh, shit, because that's the walrus. Yeah, that's the walrus before <gasps> he became oh, my God. evil scientist. This the is- little... I don't know his name. PB? PB. This is PB Uprising. Yes. That's what I'm saying. This is PB origin story. PB origins. Yes. Oh, my God. Do you have any other final predictions about the little polar bear? Um... I'm going to guess where it's going to land because okay. I, was, I was listening to our other one. And I was oh, like, sure. Oh, yeah. We talked about how we were going to guess where it's going to be on the list before. Yeah. Where do you where do you see? Where do you envision in your mind's eye? I feel it's going to be 13. 13. Jeff? Maybe, maybe 13 or 12. I think it's going to be either right in front of or right behind Phantom of the Opera. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I feel stronger about the little polar bear than you do. I mean, not that much stronger. I think it's going to go right next to its polar buddy, Arctic Dogs. Arctic Dogs. I was going to say, I was like, do you think it's going to be better or worse than Arctic Dogs? I think... The prequel to Arctic Dogs. Is it better or worse than Arctic Dogs? Oh, man. Well, let's see. Prequels usually aren't as good, but I do also like... Star Wars. I was going to say, I do like Revenge <laughs> of the Sith. This is where everybody starts like unsubscribing. Record scratch. Yeah. Hey, you know what? If you uh, don't like Revenge of the Sith... No, right. Okay, real quick, like, name another prequel that's good. Like, name name a prequel of anything. It can be even be a video game. Name a prequel that's good. Remember how I just talked about how <laughs> I you get put onto go. the spot? This is brain training. Come on. Dude, like... Give me a week and I would come back <laughs> or something. I'm there's something out there, you know, where it's just like, oh, this is a prequel, but it's actually better. Dude, I'm racking my brain trying to think of a prequel that's good. Yeah, I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. I can't think of a single prequel that's good. I got one. Okay. Rogue One. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck. Toots. All right. I said don't do Star Wars. <laughs> and what don't did do you the do? Prequels. You did a Star War. Dude, I would like seriously have to like sit there with a list, with a list in front of me of, of all everything that ever. is a prequel that I have experienced <laughs> before I could be like, oh, this is better. 
And are we just talking about cinema or video games? I said you could include video games. You can include damn books if you want. You can include foods. <laughs> what is a prequel food? Eggs. Before there was cake, there was eggs. No. <laughs> yes. Let me let me tell you cake. before before they made pizza. I think the prequel to pizza, cheese. Oh, and also bread. Pretty good. Big fans. It would just be cheese toast. <laughs> cheese toast is a prequel to pizza. Because <laughs> I mean, then they added the marinara. Marinara. It's just sauce. Or sauce. Marinara <laughs> is just tomato sauce. No, there's like a thing in it. It's like a thing. Don't you get out your phone, dude. Here's my phone. No, please. We have enough dead air. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, you have no other further things to say about uh, Lil Pole Bear? Lil Pole Bear. Lil Pole Bear. <laughs> you start just all the words run into each other and it just becomes Lil Pablo. Lil Pablo. For the folks listening at home, this is available on the internet archive in its entirety that's where we will be watching it i am a major fan of the internet archive and i watch a lot of obscurities on there and i came across this and i'm just like yep because what so paranormal activity 2 was actually pretty good is that a prequel to paranormal activity 3 or uh, one so yeah it's a prequel because it technically, I think like the first three are, I mean, they're all linked, but sure. so the first one happens uh-huh. and this, so it's like, here's the movie, right? Here's Paranormal Activity 1. Yeah. Paranormal Activity 2 goes from here to here. What? Like it starts. It backwards? It starts before Paranormal Activity 1 and it ends after paranormal activity 1. What? So it's like it's a prequel. It's like here's the shit that was happening beforehand. Here's where paranormal, paranormal activity, activity 1 happens. Place. And then the events from paranormal activity 1 feed into the end of paranormal activity 2, like the very end. So it's almost kind of like back to the future 2. Yeah. Where back to the future 1 is taking place concurrently with yes. the end of back okay. That's pretty much exactly. Huh. All right. And then I think Paranormal Activity 3 goes like way back. It's just, it's like definitively a prequel cuz like for a while like all of them they just go like back in time and then they start going like forward, forward. and that's when they yeah. start getting like eh. I'm still trying to think of a prequel I like that's better than the uh... <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm not going to say Paranormal Activity 2 is better than Paranormal Activity. Sure. I would say it's just as good. Okay. That's just me. <laughs> All right. Cool. Back to whatever I was saying. The Internet Archive. So uh, join us because it's time to go watch a polar bear movie. And here we go. Wee! Right. Just five minutes. It's getting kind of late. I promise. Polar bear's word of honor. And a seal's word of honor, too. Thank you. Huh? Come on, Peter. We got it. Are you ready? Go! 
A seal and a polar bear playing together? Amazing. Somewhere in the North Pole. This is for you. Thanks. Something very special is happening. You ready to sail away? <laughs> you know we're not supposed to be talking to seals. Everything has changed. And why? Because of them. It's their fault. It never works out. Polar bears and seals can't be friends. It will work out, no matter what you say. Off to a country where we can always be friends. You and me. Join the magical journey Bye, of a group of unlikely friends. Well, it's just old Henry. <laughs> it happens every time I try to fly. In the adventure of a lifetime. Hello, everyone. We have escaped the Arctic. There were some dogs. We've floated away on a iceberg and we've wound up back here. And what did we watch, Jeff? The little polar bear. The little polar bear. Oh. The littlest polar bear. No, he's not the littlest. Nope. I mean, in that movie, he was the littlest. Like, I didn't see a bigger one, but... No, but I feel like Greta was the same size. Probably. Probably. Forgot all about Greta. Oops. Yeah. No, we watched The Little Polar Bear. What's wrong? It was kind of boring. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, this is gonna be interesting. Uh, would you Would you care to start us off? Starts off. They're in the Arctic, and there's these polar bears that are hunting. Now, okay. Actually, before <laughs> I know, I know, I told you to start us off, but now I've immediately <laughs> boom question. I have a question for you. Are they in the Arctic or are they in the Antarctic? Uh, where's the North Pole? Arctic. So they're in the Antarctica Arctic. is in the south. Yeah, they're in the Arctic. But here's the thing. He he Okay, spoiler alert, y'all. He, he eventually he, makes his way south into a more like tropic locale. Does that mean this polar bear went entirely past like North America or or Europe or Asia? But he completely skipped like the northern hemisphere and wound up in like I don't know, dude. <laughs> I didn't make the movie. Take it up with fucking Warner Brothers. <laughs> All right, we'll get to... Well, no, they just produced the movie. The movie was made by a German company. I think I we I think know. we talked a little bit about this uh, before the break. This is a movie based on a book written by a Danish guy, I think. Danish guy writes the book. German company makes the movie. Oh, uh, the BBC made a damn cartoon of this in, like, the 90s. Of course they did. <laughs> they also did Babar, right? The Beeb? I'm not 100% sure. I feel like that was a Canadian company. Doesn't matter. Not what we're here for. We're here for polar bears. Okay, yes, continue. So, yeah, the shows, like, images of icebergs, Arctic or Antarctic, wherever. <laughs> Somewhere cold. And it's a bunch of, like, bears about to fuck up some seals. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they start getting, one of them starts getting bothered by all of them, and they're like, you're a dad, you're a dad, we have news, you're a dad, you're a dad. And he's like, get the fuck out of here, you're gonna fucking ruin everything. And they're it, like, you're a dad. You didn't You didn't mention, the, the seagulls are bothering. I thought I said seagulls. I think you said seals. Anyway, seagulls are bothering them. They're like, your dad, your dad, your dad, your fucking dad. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because they're they're hunting the seals. And yeah. somehow these these gulls know before even uh, the dad does, the Papa Bear. His name, Papa Bear, is Mika. Mika. 
And so he... Are you doing all right, Lil Bean? Yeah. Okay. You just seem very sleepy. No, I'm just... This movie was very just like... Oh, okay. <laughs> well... <laughs> I don't know. I guess the movie's kind of chill. Okay. What's Too wrong chill. with chill? It made me sleepy. Oh, my God. So, we are now introduced to Lars. That's Mika's son. That's the titular little polar bear. Lars wants to go exploring. And we have some sort of song. I think it's called like Winter Wonderland or something. But it, I mean, it's not Christmassy. It's just called that. And we get Lars wandering around the Arctic being cute. We are then introduced to Greta. Greta. A little girl polar bear. Who gives um, him shit because A, he can't swim and yep. B, he sucks at fishing. Yep. Yep. He sucks at both of these things. They're, they're going to hang out. Lars is like, let's go to the igloo. And Greta's like, uh, that shit's boring. I want to swim. Yeah. Fucking call me when you can swim, punk. And she wanders off. She swims off. <laughs> she swims off. This is the part of the movie where real quick, like, we're going to introduce you to a ton of characters. Like I said, this is based on a book. And I feel like they were like, let's get all the characters from the books in there. Yeah. So we get a bunch of depressed lemmings. Yeah. These lemmings are overcome with sadness and they're all lined up and they're just like, we're going to end it all. Yeah. But we're constantly suicidal. Yeah. But since it's a kid's movie, they're like, no, we just want to bury our heads in the snow. Yeah. So they jump off a cliff into snow. We are also introduced to the Arctic hare named Hannah and a little baby seagull whose name I never caught. I think they said it once. Yeah, once at like the very, very end of the movie. Yeah. So they're playing at this human outpost that has uh, been abandoned. Yeah, and... which is the igloo that he's like talking about. Yeah. It's like a quarter of an igloo. Yeah, the rest yeah of it's, it's just like collapsed. the remnants of it. Yeah. Hannah likes to grab the planks of whatever used to be there and go like snowboarding down the uh down the hills yeah she's doing like the half pipe and yeah. everything like she's the sean white <laughs> of the animal kingdom yeah yeah hannah montana i've already forgotten his name lars lars like, Ulrich. lars you should do it and he's just like yeah all right and he gets on the little plank and just immediately beefs it yeah and he slides out onto the ice and that's where he meets a seal. Yeah, a seal starts like popping up, being like, "Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up?" Yeah, yeah, because there's a whole bunch of holes in the ice. Yeah, it's like whack a seal. Yeah, this seal's name is Robbie, and they start making small talk. And Greta comes up, and she's just like, "Hey, we're not supposed to talk to seals. Uh, your dad's gonna get so mad at you if he sees you talking to seals." My my assumption is <laughs> that it's like. No, we eat these. Don't try to establish relationships with them. Don't don't humanize your food. But Lars does not heed his dad's orders and uh, decides to play with Robbie anyway. They're rolling around on the ice and snow, just having a just having a ball out on the water. We then see a little Inuit girl and a husky. Uh, her name is Lena, which I thought was Mina until I just looked it up, and apparently <laughs> it's Lena. So okay. Lena inverse. Yep. She sees Lars and Robbie playing with each other, and she's just like, a polar bear and a seal? Huh, whatever. How wacky. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get this. You're going to hear this a lot. 
<laughs> also watching Robbie and Lars play is a old man walrus. His name is Sophocles. Yeah. <laughs> which just is kind of like, whoa, dude. I know. I thought his name like, was going to Like chill with that name. I, yeah, I based on like everybody else's name, I thought he was going to be like Wilbur or something. But no, dude, Sophocles. And once again, he's just like, "Wow, I can't believe it. You guys are playing with each other. Neat." And he wanders off. Yeah. There's a uh, broken tooth. Yep. Also, <laughs> watching Lars and Robbie play is this evil bear. His name is Brutus, but he might as well be Scar because he acts just like Scar from The Lion King. Yeah. He sees all this merriment going on and he's having none of it. He's like, uh, we're talking to Mika about this shit. Yeah. Can't have that shit. No. Ain't natural. Mm-mm. So it's it's getting late and Lars runs back home to his family's like cave, I guess. And he's just like, dad, 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 I've made a new best friend. Can I keep playing with him? And dad's just like, yeah, just go, you know, play, but don't stay out too long. And five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Five minutes. That's not enough time to do anything. That's enough time to like turn around. Yeah. But Lars is like, no, I promise I won't take too long. Polar bears honor. Then Robbie pokes his head into the cave and he's like, yeah, and seals honor. Uh, <laughs> and then he's like, what? Yeah, the dad's just like, what the? So Lars takes Robbie out to his like favorite little spot. You can see the whole wherever they live. What would you call that? It's not an iceberg. The whole bay? The whole, I don't know. Everywhere the light touches. There you go. They're in Prideburg. Prideburg. <laughs> yeah. So Lars is like, isn't this view amazing? And Robbie's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I especially like how I can see this polar bear about to eat my parents. Yeah. So Lars is like, oh my God, we got to warn him. So they try to scream and yell, but the uh, the parents do not hear them at all. Meanwhile, Brutus, the evil polar bear, is encroaching further. So Lars says, I got a great idea. He chucks a snowball at him but manages to trip and start a minor avalanche. The, this avalanche picks up Lars, Robbie, uh, the Seals, Brutus, and his two henchmen. And then we get this this uh, chase scene for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> he's mad that he ruined he scared their, the Seals like, away. yeah. Yeah. He's like, we're going to beat the shit out of you, boy. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the bears start chasing after Lars and Robbie. They run into an ice cave. And uh, eventually kind of squeeze through the cracks and wind up in this old boat in like perfect condition that's just sitting on on the ice. Yeah, the ice. It's just like preserved everything. Yeah. Lars and Robbie have run onto the ship and have, you know, are hiding somewhere. The evil bears get onto... I mean, okay, I say... I mean, are they even evil? It's not like they're like an enemy of the tribe. I mean, they're just okay, like... yeah, they're not, they're not evil. But it is one of those things where, like, Brutus... I think we've talked about this before. Brutus is very harsh and, like, angular drawn. Yeah. So he's evil. And his fur is a darker shade. And... You know, he's always scowling. But his two buddies are just kind of like yes men. They're always like, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So they're they're hunting for Lars and Robbie. But what do they find? Lemmings. The lemmings. Yeah, they went on the ship and they're just like, how does it happen? It's like. He hears one of them sneeze. 
Does he hear one of them sneeze? Yeah, one of them's so. about to sneeze because one of the lemmings is constantly sick or something. Yeah. And so the lemmings come out and he's all like, yo, where's Lars? And he's like, I don't know. And then the other lemmings like bite his toes. Yeah. Yeah. And that starts a like series of like Brutus, I guess his name is, yeah. like getting poked in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Because the lemmings bite Brutus's foot. Brutus jumps up, whacks his head against the uh, mast, I guess, of the uh, the ship which has a bunch of icicles on it, which makes the icicles fall. Straight into his ass. Yeah. Oh, my God. One of them, like, impales his ass. Yeah. He's jumping up and down. Also, while jumping up and down, he sits on a harpoon. Like, yeah. This dude should be, like, bleeding. Um, Instead, he went, like, mile high in the sky. Yes. Yeah, he flies up there. The bears get The bears get chased off. And Lars and Robbie are have the whole ship to themselves to pal around on. They find a uh, trunk with a bunch of old hats in it. Yeah, play dress up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so they're heading home when they hear Brutus talking to Mika, saying stuff like, "You got to talk to your son. This is messing with the order. Yeah. This can't be." Blah blah blah. Oh, also, Sophocles the walrus is, a, like, friend to both sides. Dude, I just wrote down that the, he's the ruler of all animals. Might as well Because they just be. do what he says. Yeah. Yeah, because even Brutus, the, like, hot shit, tough bear, is like, I'm going to talk to Sophocles about this. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, okay. And yeah, I think it's really interesting that, like... Do you think maybe they tried to, like, eat Sophocles in the past and it just didn't work out? Or, like... Um, because he's I mean, essentially he, a seal. Well, he's in like an elephant walrus, right? No, because no. the elephant walrus would have that. Uh, do like, they have the little tusks? Yeah, little they have the little nose. trunks. Yeah, he's just a walrus. Walrus, just a walrus ass walrus. Yeah, I think they're like, oh, for whatever reason, he is the god of the animals. Yeah, and he makes the rules pretty much. Yeah, and he tells them to like. Yo, you need to talk to your kid, and you need to talk to your kid. Because even though I was all, like, early in the movie being all like, Wow, I never thought I'd see Polar Bear and Seal playing together. Now I'm going to break them up. Um, then they get the talk. They do. They do get the talk. Like, you can't be friends anymore. Yeah, Mika talks to Lars and is like, Here's the thing. You can't be friends with Robbie anymore. Lars is very upset, and he runs off in a huff. They both meet back up at the boat, both Lars and Robbie. And Lars is like, oh, did your dad tell you that we can't be friends either? And he's just like, yeah. So then Lars grabs the the wheel and starts spinning it. And he's just like, I'm going to take us to somewhere where we can be friends forever. Which is a metaphor because they're not moving because they're already at that place. Sure. Ooh, see? (laughs) See? That's clever. Meanwhile... I was like, that's so adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff's shrugging. (laughs) Nothing. He feels nothing about this. He feels everything about a stupid cow. Dead inside. Yeah. (laughs) Jeff has a heart made of stone because I was just like, yeah, y'all, you got to go somewhere where you can be friends. I think Jeff and I have very uh, differing opinions about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like they're already friends. They're not going to stop being friends just because no, 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 their no. parents tell them not to. I think he's like, we're going to go to a place where nobody cares that we're friends. I'm just like, uh, <laughs> freaking Lars and Robbie. So 
The the camera kind of pans up, and who do we see? It's fucking Brutus again. Yep, he's gonna go snitch. Yep. The very next scene, Brutus and uh, Sophocles have gathered everyone there. All the polar bears, and also all the seals, which is fucking wild. Yeah. Because it's like, how did they do that? How did they, like... I need you to sit in an ice cave with something that's about to eat you. Can you yeah. do that for like 20 minutes? Yeah, their whole like ecosystem is weird. They like openly accept that like, no, nah, this is how it is. I guess it, it kind of reminds me of like, I feel like they did a very similar thing in Lion King where it's like, yeah, man, we eat gazelles. That's what we do. And then when we die, we turn into the grass and then the gazelles eat the grass. That's yeah. what they do. Except this one doesn't really work because the polar bears don't really fertilize the snow. Yeah, I don't know, know? I don't know dude. <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe maybe they die and the fish... No, nah, I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, so, fish will eat dead animals. Oh, yeah. No, they totally will. But that assumes that the polar bears get thrown into the water and yeah. not, like, hang out on the ice. Mm-hmm. So, they've all gathered together and... Brutus is talking all sorts of yang on Lars. He's just like, this kid sucks. He's hanging out with food. He's this messing sh- with the natural order. Yeah. And then Lars's mom, who we never find out her name, starts sticking up for Lars. And she's like, don't you dare talk about my son that don't way. Don't talk about my son. Don't touch my son. Because yeah. he, he says something about like, I can make him not hang out with oh. that. And she's like, you touch my son, I'll yeah. break your fucking face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he says something about like, he just needs to be disciplined yeah, more. Yeah, he's disciplined. Ugh, fucking Brutus. I guess this scene was just a little too tense for someone because then we immediately cut away to the lemmings. They're very sad and they jump into the snow. Yeah, they're trying to kill themselves. Yep. The head lemming, the lemming with stuffy red nose, jumps off a cliff and gets caught by a penguin. Yeah. Jeff, would you like to describe this penguin? Okay, so imagine a penguin and then give him like the worst, most annoying personality you can possibly (laughs) come up with. (laughs) Yeah. I fucking hated this guy. So this penguin's name is Caruso. Yeah. Imagine everything Jeff said is pretty much correct. I think we've all known these people. Imagine one of those people that's like, if you're depressed, just stop being sad. Yeah. Have you tried to stop being sad? Yeah. Uh, maybe you should smile more. He's he's like, I can't do anything but be happy and trying to make other people happy. And I'm going to contribute almost nothing to this story whatsoever. <laughs> uh, no, that's not true at all. He contributes a bunch of like bouncing sound effects. For some reason, every yeah. time he moves, it's like, boing, boing, Yeah, and this just feels like he's a character in the books and we have to put him in here. So probably. Here probably, you go. Yeah. He he has two songs. We'll we'll talk about them eventually. I mean, we're about to get one. It talks about like flap your wings and wiggle your butt, and the lemmings love this shit. I wrote that Caruso is the lemmings is is is, is Prozac. Yeah. But so yeah, imagine this incredibly annoying, happy to a fault person, but also imagine them doing the world's worst Daffy Duck impression. Yeah. He does not or have a Woody great Woodpecker. voice. Oh yeah, or Woody Woodpecker. He doesn't have a great voice. And it just, it felt like, to me, it just, it felt like somebody doing a terrible Daffy. Like, I'm surprised he didn't start doing the like, hoo, 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 you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> so after this like side distraction. Yeah, the the Lemmings and Caruso the Penguin fucking waddle away. Yeah, they just leave. And it's like, okay, bye. So Lars is like, 
hey, I'm going to keep being friends with Robbie and you're just going to have to sit there and fucking groove on it, Brutus. And Brutus is like, oh yeah, well then what am I supposed to eat? Robbie goes into the ocean and pulls out a fish and is like, hey, what if we give you fish? Yeah, it's just like they create agreement where the polar bears will protect is it they say protect them from themselves yeah basically the polar bears won't eat the seals if the seals will give them like fish and it's just creating a bug's life situation I, oh my god for everybody i also wrote in my notes this is a bug's life yeah i just wrote that this is arctic bug's life so this is kind of fucked because then everyone's sitting there and like nodding and agreeing like this is a great compromise and it's like this isn't how do the seals feel about this like this isn't a compromise (laughs) this is a fucking shakedown yeah this is mafia style like protection money style bullshit this is like gee that sure is a nice seal family you have it would be a shame if someone ate ate half of it yeah (laughs) it's fucked so uh we we cut to the the next day and brutus and his cronies are telling the seals like yeah go out there get us a whole bunch of fish so the seals go out there and they start chucking fish at the polar bears take that brutus yeah meanwhile mika is taking lars on a nice little father and son swim this is a i don't know how long it lasts it's, you know three or four minutes long it's just them swimming. it's pretty long when you consider the movies like an hour long sure sure well i thought it was nice it's got a nice little piano score it's just them and the water and the fish and uh, oh they go and they see some whales yeah and good stuff they decide to get back up on the ice and they fall asleep together on a uh, a little like ice floe. Which is the biggest mistake of their lives. Pretty much, yeah. In the middle of the night, the ice floe starts cracking and the part that Lars is sitting on drifts away from the, the main rest of the, uh, the ice floe and Lars drifts out to sea. Never to be seen again. Well, maybe. We don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Lars wakes up and he looks around and it is fucking ocean on all sides. Yeah. He is completely gone. And I don't know if this is before or after, like, the entire, like, world has discovered that Lars is gone. I, I think I did him out of order. I think the the world discovers that Lars is gone and then we see where Lars okay. goes. Because I just what have... Were you gonna say? I just have this thing written down right here where it says, I don't like Crusoe. He's annoying and serves no purpose. Yes. So there's, there's, there's a running gag where every time the lemmings hear about like what's happening in the story. They want to kill themselves. They do because they're like, oh, Lars and Robbie can't be friends. There's no point in living. <laughs> they they hear, just can't handle emotions. No. They hear this part and they're just like, Lars is gone. There's no point in living. And this is where we get our second Caruso song about how you should never despair ever 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 which is fucking bad advice oh yeah no i mean that's <laughs> the whole point of inside out was you should be sad sometimes it's healthy like, to be it's sad it's okay to be sad yeah i mean you probably shouldn't like live in sadness like the fucking lemmings yeah he was is some stupid song about like never despair always have hope yeah yeah and yeah it's just like it's okay to be sad yeah dude. that's what i'm saying like Caruso is one of those people that's like, I can never be sad or I'll die. 
not even that. I think he's just one of those people that goes up to people that are, you know, horribly depressed. And it's like, yeah, but it's sunny outside. Have you thought about that? And then the person is like, go fuck yourself, Caruso. (laughs) Yeah, so Caruso and the lemmings fucking waddle off again, whatever. Yeah. Uh, We see Robbie. He is going up to ask the three seagulls in the movie. He's like, The three goals. Yeah. Oh, the three goals. Yep. He's just like, hey, can y'all like go find Lars? And they're like, yeah, sure. But we don't, we don't know where he went. And Robbie tells him that Lars went south because that's what Sophocles told Robbie. Well, it's like when you're in the Arctic, every direction is south. Yeah, pretty, I mean, pretty much. (laughs) You're not wrong. That's what I took from it. That's why I say they're in the Arctic. Because it's like, if they're in the Antarctic, how do they head more south? And that's what was fucking with me. So Lars. Meanwhile, while this is, all this is happening, Lars is getting his shit tossed in a dude, storm. Yes, Caruso is singing about how never have despair and wiggle your ass and shit. And we Lars to, is just getting fucked up. We cut to Lars in this terrible fucking like storm, lost at sea. His his iceberg is slowly melting into nothingness. Finally, it's the size of like maybe one of those like little kid like kickboards. And that's all he's got. But he passes a ship. Or I guess I should say a ship passes him. And he's crying out to the ship and being like, hey, 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 I need some help. The uh, ship don't care. The ship does not care. He gets swept under a wave. And he sees this ship has this like little like laser sight. And as soon as it detects like fish or something in front of it, was that then or was that later no this is this is then this is now okay yeah so it's like this ship it's an icebreaker ship yeah and i don't know i guess it's i guess it's like an icebreaker fishing ship or something (laughs) i I don't don't know know. dude it's got this like infrared eye or something and as soon as it sees something it's like thing underneath the hole like at the bottom just opens up like a fucking parrot beak and just eats whatever's there yeah this thing essentially has this mouth yeah. And if it detects, you know, animals, it opens its mouth and like sucks them in. It's really weird. Yeah, it's just like what is the purpose of this thing? Yeah. Other than being a fishing ship. Yeah. So it gets weirder later. Oh yeah, definitely. So Lars gets out of the way of the mouth and finds a steel drum that yeah. the uh the ship discarded, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the steel drum is just floating. Yeah. So Lars climbs inside and uh goes to sleep he wakes up in the fucking amazon yeah some some kind of tropical shit or, yeah some sort of jungle with chameleons and hippos and so that that's what i was saying is like if he's in the if he's in the north pole like the arctic circle i mean uh, he went down to africa i guess that's wild he mm-hmm. went he floated past europe or north america or wherever he is yeah and wound up in fucking africa or maybe asia i don't know do they have chameleons in asia uh, i don't know i don't know if they have hippos in asia <laughs> i don't think they have hippos in asia but yeah i'm more focusing on the hippos yeah. but i don't know if hippos and chameleons are in like the same area i mean this might be like generic kids movie jungle you know yeah. how like generic kids movie jungles always like there's rhinos no and lions and crocodiles yep. and armadillos okay no armadillos <laughs> totally exist in the fucking rainforest i looked it up Are you thinking and grackles 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 and parrots i'm just trying to grab birds from all around the world uh the flamingos are, were there cranes and uh pigeons 
<laughs> okay, no, yeah, Lars wakes up in the dang jungle. He also immediately meets a hippo, a hippo named Henry. Yeah, he's all like, hey, I'm super friendly. And I'm like, don't trust that dude. You've never met a polar bear before. Yeah. You're, you're so trusting. Oh, I was going to say, he's trusting of that hippo. See, I was thinking from the hippo side. Dude, hippos don't care. Hippos are crazy. This hippo didn't seem that crazy. No. I gotta say. But no, did they're... you know that hippos were the only animal that Steve Irwin was afraid of? I did not know that. But yeah, I, I he didn't trust it. them. No, I. They're would... fucking crazy. They're fucking He's wild. He's like they're they are unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one animal he did not fuck with. I mean, I I believe it a hundred percent. Like I've heard all sorts of weird ass hippo shit. Did you know that one time I went to the zoo as a kid and was like, look, there's a hippo. And then it immediately started shitting all over the place. Yeah, that's what they do. And they like swing their tail so it flies everywhere. Uh huh. And you're like, hey, cool. This is great. Yeah, it's like 110 outside and now it smells like hippo shit. I'm having so much fun. Yeah, it's just grass. (laughs) It is just grass. It still has a smell. So Henry and Lars are having a great time. They're watching the sunset. They've had a whole day of merriment when Lars just breaks down. Yeah. And Henry's like, uh, what's wrong, kid? What's up? I thought we were friends. And Lars is like, yeah, this is great, but I really wish that my mom and dad and Robbie were here. And Henry's like, hey, dude, it's cool to be homesick. I tell you what, we're going to go to sleep. Take notes, Caruso. Caruso. Yeah. We're going to go to sleep, and tomorrow, my buddy Marcus will help us. Yeah, Marco. I thought it was Marcus. It's Marcus. Oh, okay. So they go to sleep. The very next morning, they've climbed onto these these rock formations. What are you laughing at? Just what's coming. Okay. <laughs> and he just starts shouting like, hey, Marcus, come here. Yo, Marcus, hey, get over here. I got a friend. His name is Lars. He wants to go home. Hey. And Lars is like, I don't see anybody. This is a bad idea. And all of a sudden, swoosh, a giant rock, essentially. Yeah. A giant marahute-ass bird swoops down and takes Lars. Yeah. And he's just like, have fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, then after that, fucking Lars is talking to Marcus. And he's just like, so you're going to take me home? And he's like, nope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm not leaving the South. I'll take you to somebody that will, though. And I was just like, I wrote down, Marcus was just a middleman, and he barely helped. Well, I mean, he... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could have swum out. Henry could have done that. Yeah, Yeah. it's like they didn't need Marcus. No. Marcus takes Lars out to sea and says, this dude will get you the rest of the way. And he plops him down on Samson the Orca. There are so... I'm glad you got his name, because I'm not... I don't know. Oh, they said it a few times. I know. I never understood what he said. Oh. Yeah, there's just, there's so many characters in this movie. It just feels like one of those things where, like, if we read the books, we'd be like, oh, shit, that's Samson. Oh, my God. Can you believe he's he's in the movie? Not Samson. But, that's, that's the kids. Oh, okay. Being all like, me. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the Arctic, Robbie is... Still pestering these gulls. These gulls are very tired. They've flown all over the place. And they're like, kid, we cannot find Lars. Like, this dude's gone. I'm sorry. And Robbie's like, can you try one more time? And they're like, yeah, all right. And they hop on. Okay. They hop on each other. They don't even fly. They just kind of like stack on each other. And then they're like, oh. pull that shit. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh, there he is. It's like, oh, he's right over there. (laughs) Cool. We're going to sleep. Yeah. 
so they find Lars, uh, Robbie and Lars reunite and the whole cast is out there to, to see him. You know, Mama Bear, Papa Bear, Mika, Sophocles, the seals, Greta or whatever. Yeah. It really, really, really <laughs> feels like it should be the end of the movie. Yeah. It's definitely like, yeah, this is over now, right? It's like, yeah. Nope. But no, <laughs> it keeps going. They've reunited super great cool. The next day. Yeah, the next day, Brutus is like, okay, what up, seals? Time Fork to feed me. Fish. Yeah, so they throw over one little, like, anchovy. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, is this a joke? Yeah. And, and they're like, nah, dude, that's fucking it. Yeah. There ain't shit there. Yeah. So I thought we were getting into some sort of, like, the bears have overworked the seals and, like, overfished the sea. Nah, see, I wrote down that humans are overfishing the sea. Okay. Because of that fucking ship. Well, see, I wasn't even thinking about the ship. I mean, I knew the ship was weird, but I didn't like, <laughs> I didn't know that was gonna, I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like from what we saw that the fish would, or the ship would affect things that much. But yeah. For the sake of the story and adding like a fucking third conflict or whatever yeah to the story they're like uh guess what we're running out of food because this ship we we now cut to the uh inuit village and even even lena and her grandma are running very very low on fish no fish no fish cut back to the uh polar kids and they're like boy we don't have anything to eat i guess we're just gonna go have to go like raid the humans village yeah. and steal some shit from them which i mean that's the thing that happens oh yeah totally you so, gotta tie your fish up in a tree <laughs> so that night robbie and lars go into the village robbie is immediately spotted by the huskies and is driven off but lars gets chased into the doghouse and is found by lena lena She's like, damn, there's a whole ass bear in this doghouse. <laughs> yeah. And, so what does she do? What does she say? There's a whole ass bear in this doghouse. What should I do about it? Bring it inside. <laughs> yeah. Bring it into my own home. Yeah. Which, okay, look, it was pretty cute to see Lars eating food out of a dog bowl. Yeah. Lars also gets a delicacy. <laughs> yeah. Lena's like- He gets a sticked fish. Yes. Lena's like- Hey, I know you're hungry. We're out of fish too, but I got fish sticks. I've got Old Bay fish sticks or something. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Who's, who does the like yellow? Uh, is that like Fisherman's Friend yeah, or something? Yeah, it is. It's like, I can see the guy. He's that fucking nor'easter looking motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, y'all, you can tell we don't buy a lot of fish sticks. Nah, not really. Um, I'm not really into them. So I guess Lena's just chill with keeping lars in her house yeah when suddenly the grandma shows up and is like hey lena get over here like we're starting our ceremony and it's time to do some voodoo shit yeah and lena's like okay well you stay in here wild animal i gotta go by lars pokes his head out the window to watch and the uh grandma is doing gosh i don't know some sort of uh ceremony she's <laughs> when we when it started there was like a little i guess a bell stuck to her like staff oh yeah 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 i was just like that that just looks like a fish stick to me are they praying to the fish stick god <laughs> it did kind of we this, want more fish sticks, this please. little this little 
I don't even know if it's a bell. It's some sort of like mm. noisemaker that's, yeah, on her staff. But it's drawn very similar to the fish stick that we just saw Lars Yeah, eat. so it just looks like she's <laughs> praying for fish sticks. I mean... Or like offending all the Inuit people. I know. All of our Inuit listeners. Gosh. Yeah, the grandma throws something into the fire and like gains the ability of like farsight. Yeah. Um, well, Lena gains the ability of farsight because she is like the uh, yeah, totem I guess she to is the like, spirit world that they're using. Yeah. We get this shot of like Lena and her eyes turn into fish and then the fish eyes swim into Down this to a tunnel towards yeah. a black mouth. Yeah. And, then, and they, then they all just start chanting, the black mouth is eating all our fish. That was it. Yeah, the black mouth is eating all our fish. The black mouth is eating all our fish. The black mouth is eating all our fish. And and it's just like, okay, cool. You guys have like identified the problem. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Well, damn, guy. <laughs> Shit. No, I'm just saying. like. But but in the in the vision, we know it's the ship, but I don't think they know because it's kind of a nondescript black chomping teeth that are yeah. you know eating the fish so it's not like they've a hundred percent identified the problem yeah but ultimately they don't even try damn i'm just speaking the truth right. the fucking animals have to fix everything here Ugh. humans don't lift the finger we don't know maybe maybe they tried you know i didn't see it so it didn't happen ah. so I think she just takes him back. She does. Yeah. The next day, Lena takes Lars out on a boat and just kind of plops him onto the ice and was like, hey, it was fun, but bye. We we then cut to Brutus talking to his cronies and they are all lamenting how hungry they are. Brutus then realizes that like if the seals aren't providing us with fish, then our contract is null and void. We can go Ooh. back to eating seals. Yeah, because Brutus is a legal expert. Yeah. He read the fine print. Lars starts heading home. You know, he's he's been gone for a whole day. I guess yeah. Robbie didn't tell him where he was. No. But, uh, he's in trouble. Yeah, he is. Mika comes out there and is like, Lars, what the fuck? Where were you? Well, I think he already knew. And that was kind of weird for oh, me. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, just yeah. like, you can't visit the humans. I'm like, okay, A, how did he know? Maybe Robbie did tell him. What a fucking snitch. Some Damn. friend. Damn. Yeah, Mika starts being like, you can't go into the human's village. Don't you know the humans took all our fish? And Lars is like, no, dude, they're out of fish too. They say that the the black mouth is eating all our fish. And he's just like, what? That's bullshit, kid. Yeah, Mika's like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. More Uh, parents not listening to their kids when they tell the truth. Yeah, totally. And also more Lars running off in a huff after getting into it with, with Mika. Lars runs over to Robbie and his seal family <laughs> while Brutus and his cronies are trying to hunt the seals. Yeah, they're like, we're coming in to eat. Yeah, when all of a sudden the ice around them starts cracking. And I guess it's... So it didn't look foggy to me, but I guess it's supposed to be foggy because out of nowhere the ship shows up. Yeah. And I feel like if it was a clear day, they'd be able to see that they're like, coming. Oh, that thing's getting kind of close. Yeah. The ice starts cracking. They all kind of go flying into the water. Lars falls into the water and can see the ship eating the fish. And he's like, oh, shit, that's the black mouth. Yeah, I got it. He's like, damn, I didn't put two and two together from before (laughs) when I saw it happen. Yep. So this, this black mouth also 
pretty much eats Brutus and the seals and Robbie all in one go. And when I say eat, I mean, it doesn't like chomp them to bits or anything. It just kind of like monstros them up. Like they're yeah. sitting inside the... Swallows uh, them whole. Yeah, inside the uh, the confines of the ship. Which, okay, what was the ship doing? I don't know, <laughs> dude. Like that's the whole mystery of the ship. It's yeah. just like... Because we find out a little bit later, this is a totally autonomous ship. Yes. The like ship- it just goes around and picks shit up. Yeah. And it's just like, why? The first time we saw it, I thought it was just a fishing ship. The second time we saw it, I thought maybe maybe it was like a scientific ship and they were like trying to gather seals and polar bears to like ear tag them or something. Yeah. And then finally at the end, it's like, I guess they just they just needed something evil. Yeah. So It's just there to be evil. Drone ship. Drone ship that Look. just goes around swallowing things up Chomping for unknown up. purposes. Yeah. Anything that moves or it gets in front of it gets chomped. Yeah. So Lars comes up with the idea to lure the ship. Because once the ship sees you with its little electric eye, it just it goes after you. Yeah. So Lars says, I'm going to go down, lure the ship, and let the ship chase me until it runs into this rocky like outcropping. Yeah. He's just like, yo, I just learned how to swim like. 24 to 48 hours ago and now i'm gonna i'm gonna out ship. i'm gonna outswim this ship yeah <laughs> i mean it has three propellers and he has four paws so oh shit well yeah, he knows yeah. more than we do yeah meanwhile i guess that little baby duckling sees all this happen and she runs back to the igloo where hannah the little arctic hare and greta the uh the, 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 the girl uh polar bear are and she's just like uh everything's fucked y'all you gotta come down here we gotta go and help we gotta go help lars apparently those two just live there because that's where they always are yeah well what this, else is there to do yeah this arctic is vast and barren i mean it's you know it's cool looking but also there's fuck all to do so you know they're just kids that hang out at the park all day i guess so greta and hannah grab some planks and they snowboard down the the slopes yeah dude x games yeah to to go help lars this part of the movie is a little weird because we keep cutting back and forth between like the ship is chasing lars and it's very tense and oh my gosh what's gonna happen and then immediately like Funny antics because Caruso is there with yeah. the lemmings and they're waddling around. And they're being useless. Or, you know, maybe Greta does something wacky and accidentally falls or something. It's like there's this invisible timer that's like, okay, we've shown you three minutes of what Lars is doing. Now we have to show you three minutes of wacky bullshit that has fuck all to do with anything yeah now we're gonna go three minutes back to lars and isn't this tense oh my gosh oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh, cut away one of the lemmings tooted or something it's caruso and he's being stupid it, it breaks up the tension and the like For like no reason yeah imagine if you were watching like fury road and every five minutes we cut back to like somebody in the citadel doing a handstand or something it's like why did yeah. you fucking show me this go back to the action <laughs> but no the ship starts gaining on lars and sure enough it chomps him chomp or i guess it kind of like sucks him up it captures him yeah Greta sees this, dives into the water, 
and grabs Lars's paw and and pulls him out of the mouth. Yeah, because he um, was just tired. Yeah, he'd been swimming the whole time. <laughs> yeah, they they rescue Lars, and now the uh, the ship is got Caruso in its sights. So Caruso leads him over to the rocks. It kind of tries to turn, isn't able to. Kind of drifts in the water, crashes up on the rocks, tips over, and immediately sinks. Yeah, just there's no like sign of impact on the ship no. or anything it's just like and eh, fuck it yeah this isn't a slow sinking this just like <laughs> it immediately just immediately just goes uh, under down it's like dead it's wild but as it's sinking the beak yeah yeah the the metal mouth beak thing kind of hits a rock which you know knocks it open and all of the fish all of the seals and all of the polar bears are able to escape Hooray, because apparently the ship had swallowed the entire ocean's worth of fish. Yes, yes. Which is crazy. Or at least the entire, like, Arctic Circle's worth of fish. Yeah. Everyone is happy for Lars. Everyone. Even Brutus is like, yeah, that kid rules. Yeah. Everyone else is, you know, Mika's sitting there like, ho-ho, you know, he sure does take after his dad. Everyone thinks that Lars is just the coolest when the uh, camera starts zooming out and we get that same farsight look from Lena. Mm, yeah. And for a minute there, you have no idea. It's like, was this all a dream? Did this little girl just like, Grandma, I had the wildest dream about... When I was meditating, guess what? <laughs> yeah. But she she goes to the grandma and is like, Oh man, you wouldn't believe what what I just saw in my head. And then she's just like, "Uh, actually, I won't tell you because you would never believe me." But later that day, I guess that evening, she uses her her little boat to go out to I guess where the polar bears live, and she meets up with Lars and she's like, "Lars, you did it. I'm so happy." So at that point I was like, "Oh, okay, it wasn't a dream." Yeah. She just had the power of you like did the foresight. Thing. Yeah. And uh with that the movie ends and our, our song in the credits is called There Must Be an Angel. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. What is it? No, no Angel? No Angels. No Angels. Yes. There Must Be an Angel by No Angels. Yeah. Well, that was The Little Polar Bear. So I guess now is the part where maybe shit gets interesting <laughs> because it sounds like Jeff had some things to say. So let's get into that right now with the fucking compliment sandwich. I'm going to let you go first because it sounds like you have things you want to say. Um, I don't know. I guess I would say my compliment. I don't know what these books look like. I assume that it looks the way it was animated because the movie had like kind of a storybook look to yeah. it. So if that's the case, I mean, I guess I could just say like, hey, it looked pretty good. Yeah, that was actually my first compliment. The movie, so the backgrounds, I mean, they're they're good backgrounds, whatever. But that that's not the part that that interests me. The part that interests me is all of the main characters have this like colored pencil looking like shaded like texture on them. It it looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's it almost kind of reminds me of if any of y'all remember the animated short the snowman which was also oh, based yeah. on a kids book i was getting i was getting snowman vibes and i mean that in a very good way so yeah the the animation especially the uh the look of the uh the shading was cool cool sorry i, I was jumping on you so we, no, we've both fine. done our pro all right what's your con 
my con is just a personal con and just just like personal con i was kind of bored okay (laughs) through the most of the movie with the it was like three different conflicts that like presented and resolved themselves within like 20 minutes of each other yeah so there was no like overarching problem it was just like Okay, the beginning of the movie, they can't be friends. Oops, they're friends. Fuck it. And then the middle of the movie is, ooh, he's lost. Oh, now he's not lost. He came back. Cool. Yep. And then the last problem is like, oh, now there's no like fish because the ship thing. And it's like, I guess the ship thing was kind of like there towards the middle. So, yeah, they kind of hinted at it. I don't know. It, it made it feel like this polar bear is always in trouble. Like, there's always some kind of problem surrounding him. I guess I'm just going to jump onto your con, too, because I wrote the exact same thing. I said, (laughs) this movie is three plots put together, which leads me to believe that, like I said, this is a series of kids' books. Do you think they just grabbed three stories? I think they grabbed three stories. This is probably like book number whatever, Lars goes to the south book number whatever Lars meets a scary ship and then probably like the first book which is like Lars can't be friends with a seal yeah book number eight Lars stops making music because Napster (laughs) I guess I'll I'll elaborate just a little are you are you done yeah I mean okay I feel like if they had just picked one of these I feel like each one of these could have been a very cool movie you know you got the Lars can't be friends with Robbie like, that's that's a cool movie. You know, you got that, like... Yeah, they'd have to, like, build on it more. Well, of course they'd have to build on all, it more. Because all the conflicts were so shallow because they were trying to, like you said, like, jump through them so fast. I mean, you say all the conflicts are so shallow, but that first one, the, like, we can't be friends because we're predator and prey, like, that's, that's a fox and the hound. And they yeah. made a whole movie on that. I know, I'm saying, like... In this movie, they made all the complex so shallow. Yeah, that, well, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm saying what I was if saying. you if you you know if you built on it. Yeah. I think that would have been a really cool movie. I think a polar bear getting lost in the tropical rainforest is a pretty cool movie. I think. Yeah, that's where the movie started losing me. Yeah. When he went to the tropical rainforest, I was just like, "This is like Red Dead when they go to the tropical thing." Oh, and oh, it's uh, just, Guarma. Yeah, and it's just like, what the fuck is this story anymore? Like, yeah. I mean, you look at the cover, and they do not tell you that's gonna like happen at all. No, like it's, and it's like they don't have to tell you everything. No, they don't have to. But, but it's still just like, wow, this is all over the place. Yeah, I think the third story. The like bears, fishing seas, people or uh, just animals versus humans. I mean, the the thing that we saw, you would definitely have to build on it because, like, I don't give a shit about nameless, faceless drone ship. Yeah. But I bet you could have made that into a cool movie too. It's just, yeah, it's it's kind of weird that they the smooshed them all polar together. Bear and the terrible machine. Yeah, the little polar bear versus uh capitalism. Little polar bear against automaton, automatons, 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 automation, automatons. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, what is your gonna... final uh, compliment? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I have one. Do you not have one? Mm. I mean, if you don't, then you don't. I'm not yeah. gonna like force one out of you. Not really. Okay. I don't really have an extra, another compliment. My my final compliment will be, you know, I just I thought the I thought the score 
was was done really well. And then sure enough, in the credits, the London Royal Philharmonic Orchestra provided the the background music. And mm. I think they did a really good job. You know, like I said, there's a scene where Mika and Lars go swimming together and there's no dialogue. It's just them and the ocean and this like kind of soft piano. And I thought that was real nice. There's some music that plays when Lars and Robbie first go on to the ship that I thought was real nice. It's just, it's not like over the top and I couldn't hum you any of it if if you told me to, but... I don't know. I just thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It is now time for our MVPs. Jeff just got deer in a headlight <laughs> eyeballs. It's like, who did I like? It's like, uh... I'm pretty sure your MVP is Caruso. So I'll just go ahead. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do you want me to go first? Caruso's the most volatile penguin. I don't know. I couldn't think of something for the V. Most... The V was vertical primate no not the most vertical primate that was what i thought of first (laughs) most viscous ew what is that most vomit inducing penguin damn (laughs) damn all right all right well look i'm not a caruso fan either i'm gonna he he really wore on me yeah he was annoying yeah every time he showed up it's like oh this fucking guy i didn't want to hate him you know, but like the more he talked, the more he did stuff. I was like, oh, please don't come back to the fucking penguin. <laughs> I didn't want to hate them, but they made me. Hate I really him. didn't want to hate him. I like penguins. Yeah. You know, I like I don't know when he first showed up. I was like, this is kind of fun. Your voice is stupid, but this, you know, I'm having a good time. So what's your MVP? Hmm. Apparently, in a movie that you hated so much, so much, so much, what was the fucking character that you hated the least? I mean, I didn't hate it. I was just, it was so completely meh. I mean, like, none of the characters really stood out to me, like... You can just say the lemmings, dude. I know you relate (laughs) to them on a fucking, like, primal level. No. Who is your MVP? (laughs) I think my MVP is Lars. I think I know I know it's kind of boring. Well, okay. I usually like picking some weird little fucking gremlin that is like a side character. I find myself very interested in side characters. But no, I think I think Lars crushed it. I think he did a great job. Lars was also voiced. So the whole time I'm like, I've heard this fucking voice. Yeah, Lars's voice is very familiar. It's driving me crazy. It kind of reminded me of Aang from Avatar, but it's not. But uh, it is by a young boy, or at least he was young at the time. It is by Wesley Singerman. Wesley. (laughs) Who, if you've ever seen the movie Meet the Robinsons, he was Wilbur Robinson. I've seen that movie. It's not the worst, you know? Yeah. It's not great, but it is now time for our favorite song. Jeff, what was your favorite song? Probably the one at the end. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jeff was grooving. Yeah. He's acting like a sassy bitch right now. But I saw this dude. I saw his butt wiggling in his seat. I think that was also my favorite song. The. I mean, it's like, were you going to pick one of fucking dumbasses songs? <sighs> no, I'm not going to pick one of Caruso's songs. But that song at the beginning, that like Winter Wonderland song, that wasn't like the worst thing. Actually, Walking I would. I would probably cheat and say my favorite song 
You know, it's not a song with lyrics, but my favorite song was probably the song that played while Lars and Mika were swimming. It was nice. If I had to pick an MVP, yeah. I know this is whatever, I'd probably pick Lena. Okay, cool. Any particular reason? I don't know. She seemed cool with animals. She did, she did seem cool. She's got a husky dog. Yep. Or a Malamute. I don't really know. I kind of wish it's tough. On the one hand, I'm like, why was she even in this movie? Uh, and then on the other hand, I'm like, oh, I kind of wish we could have seen more of her. Because I think the movie would have done just fine without any sort of humans at all. Yeah. Guess all that's left is the ranking. I see you eyeballing yeah, this, trying uh, to figure out. this chart. You have to promise me this time you will say your number. Mm, you ready? I guess so. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. 16. Number six. <laughs> Wait, 16? 16. You thought it was... You liked Little Ghost more than... <laughs> Ooh, no. Dude, number six? Yeah, dude. Dude, okay, dude... Dude. I was almost thinking about putting it on number five. What is I, wrong with you? I thought this movie was cute as fuck. No, all right. Jeff is being an ugly little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so let me break it down for y'all. This movie is cute. Okay, yes. The weird, like, three movies smooshed into one. I wish it was just one movie. But I think this movie was really cute. I think it was drawn really cute. I think the score is really cute. I think Caruso sucks, but who cares? Like, there's shitty characters in a lot of... You know what? Caruso reminds me of the gargoyles in Hunchback. You're like, why are you here? Please leave. No, man. You're there because Jason Alexander needed a paycheck. <laughs> he didn't, though. This was at the height of Seinfeld. <laughs> Ooh. I'm, I'm actually, like, very upset to hear... We were, we were watching it together, Jeff and I, and... I saw you dance into the fucking No Angels song, and I thought we were going to come in here and gush about how it was just the cutest little thing, and they had the cutest little noses, and everybody was adorable and cool, but now you come in here, you fucking put a dagger right into my heart. You're talking <laughs> you did the same thing with Annabelle's Wish. Annabelle's Wish. You were like, Annabelle's Wish is number 13, and I was like, fuck off yeah because animals wish is bad no it's not Lilith polar bear is good Lilith's polar bear is just you're sitting here like the movie was boring and it's like why was it boring you thought annabelle's wish was kind of bleh. no i thought annabelle's wish was sappy mm. i think this movie was charming so as i was watching the movie it dawned on me that i just really really like stories about that like friendship unlikely friendship between like predator and prey yeah you know i was thinking about like fox and the hound love that even though it's he's not gonna like eat the fox but you know it's 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 one of those like i'm hunting you but we gotta be friends i love that shit you are umaso love that shit arashi no yoruni love that shit beast stars love that shit what was the second one do you remember you are Umaso? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the Arashimo. Arashino Yoruni? Yeah. The one about the wolf and the little uh, goat that become friends? Yeah. And they I get that stuck one now. in the barn? Yeah. <gasps> Cute. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just not in the mood for that today. 
excuses, excuses. Look, I don't know what to tell you. It didn't have any impact on me whatsoever. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Look, I can't I can't convince you to like a movie. No, I'm not saying that your opinion is wrong. I'm saying that your ranking is wrong, (laughs) which is my opinion. No, it isn't. (laughs) So tell me why you think Arctic Dogs is a better movie than The Little Polar Bear. Hmm? because the arctic dogs i'm probably like going back on what i've said about arctic dogs <laughs> which i mean we watched that shit like fucking eight months ago or Dude, something so who knows let me tell you that's the secret of these things is that you fight you fight you fight you fight to put them where they need to be and then as soon as a new thing comes around you're just like oh this movie was shit pooped out by a butt and i fucking hate it sure but like that movie was only an hour, and it felt like three hours. I said the same thing about Pinocchio, dude. And, <laughs> and even look where Pinocchio oh. is. <laughs> I thought about putting it over near. You're Happy. a monster. You're a monster. Happy. Yeah. No, we're not gonna have a fucking little block. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Just this movie didn't do anything for me. Nothing. I can't believe it. Nothing. I don't know. What to you tell know, you. I thought you were gonna love those lemmings. They're sad, just like you. But it's also just like, I don't know. I just, I didn't find The Little Polar Bear very entertaining. It was too, I don't know if comfy is the right word. I'm losing my marbles over (laughs) here, y'all. It's just too... Sometimes things can be comfy. What about Laid Back Camp? That's fine. Laid Back Camp is good. Everyone should watch Laid Back Camp. But so who's the who's tell me who the main antagonist I'm of laid back sure camp that is? Somebody's gonna hate laid back camp because it's too boring. Well, I don't want to hang out with that person. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm in the mood to fight. Dude, I think Jeff's main, in the mood to sleep. The main enemy of laid back camp is the weather. I know that is the secret enemy of laid back camp. But little ghost had like goofy antics. Did it though? It had yeah. like dancing pants and like it had the pants dance. It had, it had the sleaze and the sneeze. The sleaze and the sneeze. It had the little like the hose wrapping up the dude and spraying him in the face. Mm. Antics. Antics. There were tons of antics. This movie had whales. It had three whole whales. It sure did. Like, I, like, look at all these movies, and there's, yeah. like, a ton of movies on here that I'd rather watch. Like, okay, so na- na- tell me one. Name one. I would rather watch Little Ghost again. I would rather watch maybe Return of the Dinosaurs and sort of Tentacolino. Ar- I would rather watch Arctic Dogs. Would you, though? Sure. If it was, like, you have an hour, and you can either watch this or this. It's like, I would watch Arctic Dogs. But that's because so much time has passed from Arctic Dogs. I don't remember a whole lot about it. Mm. So I would like be like, all right, this is like almost a new movie. I don't think I can go higher than 12. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're giving me nothing to work with, dude. It's up four from my ranking and down six from yours. Yeah, <laughs> that is some shit. At least with Annabelle's Wish, I felt like. I don't remember. You wanted to. You tried to put it down at 13. Oh, yeah. Or 12. Yeah. Something something like like that. that. And you wanted to put it down at 3. I think you wanted to put it right below Phantom of the Opera. And yeah. Look at how much I had to give up. And you (laughs) went down 3. 
bitch. Well, this is just the total antithesis of Annabelle's wish, where it's just like... You're right. It was the total antithesis. I liked it. Yeah. I cared for the characters. Like you said in Annabelle's wish, you have more of a case than I do for this thing, because I didn't really care for it. And yet I'm the one that has to drop eight places. (laughs) That's some shit. What if we said ten? Ten? (laughs) You need to make an argument because you always make me go through all this and be like, okay, if you think it should be this high, like explain why it's better than this, 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 and this. Okay, all right, I will. Here, hold hold the chart so I can see what I'm looking at. I get to hold the chart. Yeah, now you get to hold the chart. I am in charge now. All right, so why? Yes. Yeah, give me one. I feel like... Why is it better than Return of the Dinosaurs? It is a little similar to Return of the Dinosaurs. You know, Return of the Dinosaurs was absolutely three episodes smooshed into one movie. This felt like three different stories in one movie. But I felt like they did it better than Return of the Dinosaurs because... You know, at at least these things kind of, as you mentioned, you know, you see the ship in the middle of the tropical rainforest one. You know, they, they do kind of bleed into each other. We, at the very end, you know, we still have Brutus being like, I don't know about these damn seals messing with the order, do, 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 do. It's not like these stories are completely segmented from each other. I also think probably our number one knock against Return of the Dinosaurs was that the dub was so garbage. The voice acting was terrible and the editing was terrible. This was a a German movie dubbed into English. So there was a couple times where it's like, man, people are talking really fast. Yeah, there, there are a few times where they have to, you know, maybe phrase things or say things a little weird in order to hit those mouth flaps. But at least they tried as opposed to Return of the Dinosaurs. You know, I think that the overall quality of movie was leaps and bounds better than Return of the Dinosaurs. Return of the Dinosaurs is fun. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. Return of the Dinosaurs, I'll be honest, if, if I had friends over and they were like, oh, you do a podcast, show us something fucking weird, I'd probably put on Return of the Dinosaurs because it's fucking absurd. Yeah. Like, I, I think Polar Bear is a good movie, but it's it it doesn't have the the fun absurdity that Return of the Dinosaurs does, you know? I think if I had kids... Or, you know, if if I was, if I had to babysit kids or something. Yeah, I know. Never going to happen. But if for some weird reason I had a child at my house and they were like, I've seen all the Disney movies. I've seen all the DreamWorks movies. I just want something that I've never seen before. I'd probably show them, you know, this would definitely be in the running. I might show them Br'er Rabbit first, but that's number one on the list. So whatever. I'd probably show them Rocket Dogs instead. Why? (laughs) why i mean okay so here's a question do you find bambi to be a boring movie a little bit really yeah okay i was gonna say this movie gave me major bambi vibes and if you find bambi to be boring where a good chunk of the movie is just bambi and thumper and flower frolicking then yeah you're gonna find this movie boring because it's also animals frolicking except they're in the cold rather than the damn forest yeah, it's just like Bambi is probably one of my least watched Disney, Disney movies. movies. Yeah. 
And like, I don't know if I would ever watch, you know, Little Polar Bear ever again. But in the same breath, I don't know if I would ever watch Arctic Dogs again. See. see, I would probably watch Arctic Dogs more than I would watch Little Polar Bear. I will be 100% real with you. I'm not going below Arctic Dogs. I think this was the better cold movie. If you want to put this movie at nine, because Arctic Dogs, for the folks at home, Arctic Dogs is in our number nine slot. If if we put Polar Bear in the number nine slot and then, you know, bump everyone down one, I could live with that. But I think this is a better Arctic movie. Not not that this is a ranking of <laughs> rank these movies in order of Arcticness. Yeah. I just think that I think this is a better movie. And than... see, that's the thing. It's just like, like, I agree with you. This movie was like well produced, blah, 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 all that stuff that put that in my compliment thing. It's just yeah. like the story for me was just such a huge strike against it. Yeah. That it's just like. <laughs> you're sitting here in one minute you're like the movie was too chill i was too chilled out and then you're like the movie was too bored and it's like boring chill it's the same thing i, I they're not though <laughs> chill to be chilled out i feel like is to be like in a good mood whereas to, to be bored i feel like is to be kind of in a bad mood you typically want to be chill you don't want to be bored yeah do you when you listen to chill hop are you just like i'm bored this is bored hop Board hop. Somebody should do that. No. It's just like bum 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 bum. bum. No, there's no other notes. It's just oh, one shit. bum. Just bum bum. That's pretty boring. Bum bum. That I mean, that's just like one of those number stations songs. at this point. Bum bum. No. Oh, the bitch went bum. <laughs> bum. Oh, oh, this is my favorite one. Bum. I'm glad they're playing it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I like this more than Annabelle's Wish. I don't think I'm gonna convince you that this movie is better than Annabelle's Wish. Nothing will convince me that it's better than Annabelle's Wish. Boring movie. Boring movie. You just watched a boring movie. No, I didn't. I, I want to watched... challenge the listeners out there to go watch Annabelle's Wish on YouTube, right? It is on YouTube. Watch yeah. Annabelle's Wish on YouTube, and then watch Little Polar Bear on internet archive yeah do and it come back to us and be like which did you like more you know it's i too... didn't hear i didn't hear the royal philharmonic on fucking annabelle's wish all i heard was randy travis look man yeah what you got annabelle's wish is at a six it's not perfect <laughs> <laughs> what would have made annabelle's wish a perfect movie get rid of randy travis <laughs> <laughs> that's all no, no, I would want a complete rework from the ground up for Annabelle's Wish to be perfect. Ooh. You're asking too much <laughs> for a made-for-TV movie. First off, it wasn't made-for-TV. It was direct-to-video. Same thing. I mean, look, I can give you number nine. I will take that because I think that putting Little Polar Bear at 16 was a straight-up <laughs> war crime. I think they crime. should try you in the damn Hague for that. No, I would... Like, possibly put it at, like, 20. No, you fucking wouldn't! <laughs> no, like, you fucking wouldn't! I was like, at least Happy was a little shit, he and it was kind of fun. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I was just thinking about that today, when he was just like, we're gonna bite every piece of fish. It's like, what an asshole! <laughs> right before the fucking, like, Right before the season. harvest, let's bite one Take bite out of, out of every single thing just to ruin monster. it. monster. 
Dude, Scrappy Bunny is a Scrappy better Bunny villain. Scrappy Bunny fucking sucks. How are you? Okay, right the fuck now. How are you being like, oh, I can't remember a movie we watched like an hour ago. My dumb brain, dort, dort, dort. But you can remember a movie we watched in damn April. Yeah, I don't know. It just goes to show you what what leaves an imprint on my dumb brain. <laughs> and how quickly can my brain reach out for that imprint. I can't wait for in february where you're like yeah man i really thought that uh little polar bear was pretty good i don't know (laughs) why we put it at number nine i don't think so i'm so fucking mad i think we need to move happy to no number eight no eight (laughs) no we don't (laughs) he's laughing at just your eight (laughs) sound like rumble teaser over there (laughs) i don't want to be rumble (laughs) teaser I like Mungo Jerry. <laughs> Dude, I told you. Nine. 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 Number nine. Am I saying the number nine or am I just saying no in German? I'm probably <laughs> saying both. It's not better than the raviolis. I guess I didn't see Sim City anywhere <laughs> in the little polar bear. What was your original number? It was six, right? Yes. Yeah, Fuck you for that. <laughs> that was I was going straight after Annabelle's Wish. <laughs> it, that was targeted. I'll be a hundred percent real. If Annabelle's Wish was at eight, I would have said eight. All right, look, Littlest Polar Bear at number nine. For number nine. Uh, for everyone that's wants a frame of reference, Annabelle's Wish is incorrectly numbered at number six. That's a lie. Followed by Swan Princess three at seven. Number eight is Pet Shop. Number the new number nine is the Little Polar Bear. And number 10 is Arctic Dogs. Arctic Dogs. Arctic Dogs. Dropping down. That's right. That's going to do it for us, y'all. If you actually, you know what? Take the Jeff challenge. Yes. Go on watch YouTube these. and watch Annabelle's Wish. And then go on to Internet Archive and watch The Little Polar Bear and tell us how you feel. Shoot us an email at. Hey. At indoorrecess.club. That's right. Hey, at indoorrecess.club. Or send us a tweet at... Is it Indoor Recess Pod? Yeah, it is. Indoor Recess Pod. All smooshed together. All one word. Or you can leave us a comment on the website. I'm going to be real with (laughs) y'all. Our podcast hosting, uh, you have to make an account. Don't bother doing that. It's cool, y'all. Just send us an email. I know you don't want to be saddled with some sort of unnecessary account that you got to deal. Do and you then ever, you got like, do you, you ever keep have getting to, weird emails? Yeah. Do you ever like you want to interact with some web page and they're like, make an account and you're like, oh, now I'm going to have to be responsible for this. Yeah. That's how I feel. Oh my gosh. What else can I say? You know what? So we don't, we don't do any like donation thing. If you like our podcast, feel free to give us five stars on iTunes or Google Podcasts, or I don't know, Stitcher, or one of those other podcasts. You can give us four stars too. Hey, 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 give hey, us, hey, give hey, us hey, some hey, stars. Hey, hey. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't like being those people like, Redis is the best. Okay, look, okay, do what your heart tells you, but if you're going to leave us one star, just don't do it. <laughs> um, what I was going to say was we don't take money from y'all, which is cool. But if you're in the giving mood, I'll be real. I love the Internet Archive. I find it a invaluable piece of just fucking cool shit. Like I read 
old books on the Internet Archive. I watch old episodes. Did y'all know that the entire run of Kablam? Do you remember the Nickelodeon show Kablam? That's all on the Internet Archive. You should watch it. It's just, it's a very, very cool website. And I love it to bits. And you should go give them some money. Because they're totally worth it. Us, mm, gray area. But they're totally worth it. Yeah, this is gonna uh, do it for us. New year, y'all. New year. Same laptop that hopefully is uh, recording this just fine. But yeah, we will catch you guys later. See you. Until then, bye. God damn it. What? When you made my tummy growl noise loud as fuck. <laughs> you deserved it. It was like, I don't remember how it went. It was just like, <laughs> we can't laugh about our own podcast. You know what we can't laugh about? What? The little polar bear. What, because it was good? Actually, we can't laugh because it's so bitch, humdrum. Bitch! Bitch! <laughs> bitch! You're a jerk. <laughs>